Hello and welcome to the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movies, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. Let's jump in with some news on the Suicide Squad sequel. John Cena is in talks to join the cast according to Variety. So they don't know exactly who he will play, but there is speculation. Justin Kroll, who wrote the article, added on Twitter that the role was originally intended for Dave Bautista, but it didn't work with his schedule because he was too busy. So he says from that that he couldn't get confirmation, but he believes it to be Peacemaker from DC Comics. Yeah, this is pretty cool. I like John Cena. I He's had some small parts and some bigger parts in other films, but I think he's he's a pretty good actor and he has pretty good comedic chops. So I think he could bring some comedy to it, but he's also, you know, he is a huge imposing character. So he would he would look really good playing a big imposing character. Yeah, I think he's I like him too. He's improved as an actor in the more recent things I've seen him in. I haven't seen him in a ton of stuff, but uh, yeah, I've mostly seen him in comedic roles, like you said, and he is, is funny. I don't know how much he'll get to do with this here, but he'll get to play a big action type guy. Um, Peacemaker is an interesting choice. He's a character. He's had like a power pack and have been able to fly. Uh, he's called the Peacemaker because he believes in peace, and that just means he will kill you if you don't like peace (laughs) but uh he was originally a charlton comics character back in the 60s and when dc acquired all of those he became a dc character obviously and alan moore has said that peacemaker was the main inspiration for the comedian in watchmen if you are more familiar with that and want to get a general vibe of the character yeah an interesting character and um obviously i know comedian better than i know peacemaker but yeah like kind of gruff and grizzled too (laughs) Yeah, not um, yeah. not a huge, well-known character, but he was really only involved with the Suicide Squad during the Janus Directive, and I believe he was he was with Checkmate at the time. So that makes me wonder if the Suicide Squad could be based on Janus Directive, which was one of the more well-known John Ostrander Suicide Squad arcs, where it's it's more of a political spy action thriller type thing with between the Suicide Squad, Checkmate, all these government organizations and things like that so i could definitely see that being some inspiration for the film and considering that's peacemakers really only appearance with the suicide squad that i know of i think there's a good chance that that is what's happening but it's it's i'm curious to see how he fits in you know we've talked in the past how we kind of want deathstroke to be working not necessarily with the suicide squad but against them you know as an antagonist going after whatever they're going after i could see peacemaker filling this role where he's not actually a member of the squad but he is working against them yeah, that's it. That's exactly what I was going to say is that we we both kind of want the maybe two teams going after the same thing. Um, and he would this would make perfect sense for him to, like you said, not be a part of the Suicide Squad, but actually be kind of leading the team that is going for the same thing that they are. That would be pretty cool just to see, you know, here's the squad trying to go after something. And then they run into John Cena. Maybe right. he's got like, <laughs> weapons, some sort of jetpack or whatever. I don't know how crazy he'll get with his powers or stuff, but just seeing him show up there uh, fighting against them. Yeah, I could see captain boomerang or someone not being too pleased to see that guy going after whatever they're going after yeah the article also confirmed that margot robbie and jai courtney will be returning so i gotta say i'm much more excited about this than i was say a month ago when there was will smith leaving we didn't know who was returning Uh, i think with cena idris elba and the returning characters especially have gotten me more excited for this film yeah, and we also got confirmed that Violet Davis is coming back. And so, yeah, like you said, everybody coming back and then uh, John Cena coming on. Yeah, I, I found myself myself smiling and being happy and excited about this movie more than I was probably a month or two ago. So that's that's good news. Next up, Principal Photography has wrapped on Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Uh, and it releases February 7th, 2020. But they are, they're done shooting. 
Yes. Um, so there we go. We're that much closer. Uh, less than 10 months now away from this film. And got to think maybe Comic-Con in July is a good chance for the first look at footage other than, you know, that pre-filming teaser video type thing they did. Yeah. And then, of course, that kind of frees up Margot Robbie to come work on Suicide Squad, the sequel. So maybe we'll get stuff start started going on that pretty soon. Yeah, that's a short turnaround for her because that's Suicide Squad's expected to film in the fall. So right. I'm sure she's got other things to fill her time in the meantime. But that's a lot of Harley Quinn in one year. And then some box office updates for Shazam. So it just cleared $100 million domestically. It did finish first again in its second weekend. Mm-hmm. It's, got a, uh, it's got a chance to finish a third weekend in a row, uh, number one as well. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be close, but um, yeah, potentially three weekends at the top. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and make the bold prediction that it won't do four weekends in a row. There's a, a little film coming out that, that week. But anyways, uh, it also hit $260 million worldwide worldwide uh with some international numbers are kind of slower to update so we'll probably see that number go up we'll we'll get those numbers adjusted as those come in yeah so it's not setting the world on fire it's not a massive low budget breakout hit uh that some people wanted it to be to be but it's doing fine it's doing well and it's got good buzz and i think this is a film that will do maybe better relatively speaking on home media because yeah there is a you know i think it'll have people saying hey check this out even uh even if they're not recommending people to go run out to the theater and see it i think it will do well and i'm not saying it's doing bad at the box office but um i think it will continue to add to that total and also spread goodwill among dc movies going going forward yeah and it's it is nothing uh i I think it'd be really hard to call this not a success uh it definitely did very well financially so uh, and like you said i think home it's going to do really well in home home media Let's talk about Shazam. Maybe some spoilers if you have not seen the film, but we will get into something that happens right at the end. So spoilers, you have been warned, and I will continue to warn you until now when I start talking about something else. Uh, So we know the Shazam family made their appearance at the end, and it sounds like they're signed multi-picture deals, uh, not surprisingly, but Parade had an interview with Michelle Borth, who plays adult Mary, and she revealed that she signed a five-film deal with WB for that um i wouldn't been surprised if it was three but five that's that's somewhat surprising uh again it doesn't mean they will that she will appear five times but it leaves that open the opportunity open down the line if they want to appear in a shazam trilogy a black adam film a justice league film any of that stuff that's that's all possible but that doesn't necessarily mean it will happen yeah this is exciting i i mean i really liked it when we saw the whole Shazam family uh, at the end of the film. And it's exciting that they have, it seems like plans for them, at least adult Mary. I'm, I would think they would probably bring some of the other ones in as well, but um, they have plans for them going forward. Like you said, maybe a trilogy, maybe in the black Adam film, maybe somewhere else, who knows? Um, but it doesn't, like you said, doesn't necessarily mean that she is going to be in five different films, but they have that option. Next up, we had a first look at Derek Mears in costume as Swamp Thing. So they released a clip on YouTube. Um, not a whole lot in there, just some creepy music, creepy kind of spooky horror atmosphere, which is, I think, what they're going with uh, for the show. Uh, but just basically, literally, the Swamp Thing coming out of the swamp, and you can see him. And yeah. <laughs> I, it looks pretty cool, I got to say. Yeah, first off, even more than the reveal of what swamp thing actually looks like it or just basically from the chest up which is what we get to see i just love the atmosphere the vibe the you know the dark swamp nighttime uh yeah i'm struggling to say what i want to say but 
I just love how they nailed that vibe of the swamp. And so that's one of the things that I was most looking forward to this. And I think it really looks good there. I mean, it's just literally a few feet of the swamp that we actually get to see. So I don't want to judge anything by that, but you can just tell from the atmosphere that what they're trying to go for. And I think they nailed it. Yeah. And I think we had speculated about when will we actually see the swamp thing? Will we see him prior to the transformation and only see him at night and like shadows and stuff? And this is this seems like we're going to see a lot of him and maybe um, in pretty decent lighting to see him. The the costume looks really good. Um, You could see like it's really easy to tell that it's practical, like most of it, because you can see like little bits of it fling around like his kind of hair stuff in the water. And the eyeballs also look really good. They like stick out and they glow, but they don't look super fake or anything. So, yeah, I if I saw this in real life, I would think that Swamp Thing really exists because this does not look fake <laughs> in any way. <laughs> yeah, it looks cool. It looks like Swamp Thing. I'm curious. Yeah, I'm assuming this is all practical, the practical costume that they've talked about. And I wonder what this guy's going to look like in action. That's what I. That's the next step yeah. of what, what I want to see and what they do in terms of supplementing those practical effects with some CG or whatever they want to do to show him in action. I'm looking forward to that. But I think this is a, a really nice first look and first impression of Swamp Thing. Yeah, but maybe some less good news about Swamp Thing. Uh, DC Universe is ending production early and has reduced the episode order for Swamp Thing. So this first came out from Star News in Wilmington. That's a local news where they're filming and apparently got out that they have gone from 13 episodes to 10 and they're reworking. So the 10th episode can be a finale is what it sounds like. And it's still set to debut May 31st. Um, But yeah, the the episode number is dropping. Yeah, it's. It's kind of weird. There's not like a ton of concrete information about this of exactly why it is happening. Uh, The article, the Star News was saying something about like DC Universe is like they're evaluating the future of DC Universe and that's why they're stopping this. Like maybe DC Universe wouldn't go on at all, but that doesn't really seem to be the case. Like according to Boris Kitt, which I think he probably knows better, he tweeted and said that the DC Universe's platform is fine, I'm being told. It is outpacing expectations and subscriptions, and expansion continues, but it's not clear as how it'll fit into Warner Media's planned um, other their other streaming services. Yeah, so first off, in terms of Swamp Thing, it's a bummer 13, that it's going from 13 episodes to 10. Not just that we're losing three episodes, but if they had planned on it being 13, right. and now they're wrapping it up, the 10th episode to be the finale, you're removing four episodes of story into one episode. That's the, that's the worst thing is that there's planning for it to be 13 and now it's 10 and you don't find out about that until the last minute. That's going to change things a lot. Uh, we can speculate in why that is obviously slash film reported creative differences. I think it's, it'd be surprising to see it come on that late in the series. That's always possible. Um, I think that we could definitely speculate that the budget maybe just ballooned and got out of control for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, 100% speculation there. So uh, there's nothing to necessarily base that on. But the Star News article does say it's is expected that it would bring about $85 million into the Wilmington area. That doesn't mean the budget is $85 million. It could be more or less depending on all kinds of things. But it's easy to see why this DC Universe streaming service, which is very new, uh, even as it grows, you know, they can't be making money at this point right. uh, with, with the cost of Titans, Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Stargirl, Young Justice, Harley Quinn, they've spent all of that money on that kind of stuff. And whatever they're getting in membership wise, I don't think they can be making money yet. And I don't think they expected to make money in the first year. So that's just, that's just how businesses are run. But yeah, I, I, if it's creative differences, I'm disappointed from a creative perspective. But if the budget just got of 
out of i think the best case scenario is if the budget just got out of hand Mm -hmm. and dc universe is fine but even if it's doing fine they don't want to spend 20 percent 30 percent 40 percent more than what they thought they were going to spend on this product right and i we we have talked a lot about how ambitious this dc universe platform has been so far with their original content that they're creating and especially like the show if that is who knows what the actual budget is but like you said if the budget is ballooning ballooning out of control a little bit or it's just higher than they they wanted to spend on it it does make total sense that they would maybe rein that back a little bit it's a little it's kind of disappointing if it is a case that it came this late like you said like kind of losing those episodes if they had a good story arc planned trying to fit that in um but it's not i wouldn't say it's overly concerning i'd say that like it does kind of make sense because of just how super ambitious they have been already yeah um yeah, and, and we don't know any of this, but you wonder how all that stuff comes into play because I would assume something similar happened with Titans. Again, right. just my speculation, but I can't imagine. I know they've said all the right things, but oh yeah, this is how we, we decided this was a better way to end it. Even if you like that finale as an episode, it was one of the least satisfying finales of a TV series ever for, for a season. So I think that's because it just wasn't intended to be a finale. It didn't wrap anything up. So uh, you know, whether whatever that reason is... Uh, it's disappointing, but uh, after seeing what's going on with Doom Patrol and everything seemed to go smooth there, it seemed like things were fine. But, you know, there's going to be bumps in the road when you have this new service. And hopefully this is just a short term thing and and doesn't last long. But I'm still excited for Swamp Thing, no matter uh, what's going on with it. And I think it will do well. And I definitely want DC Universe to continue, uh, especially as it expand. it's expanded to Xbox now. And with that comic selection now, um, pretty exciting. So, yeah, there is speculation with Warner adding their streaming service what could that mean i'm hoping it just means there's some kind of bundle where maybe the the original shows get put on warner's streaming service and you could add just the comics for a smaller price or you could just get dc universe by itself uh either way i'm I'm hoping dc universe continues more or less as it is going forward because i'm really liking it yeah me too well, let's talk about some more creative differences, if you haven't had enough for the day. Uh, FX's adaptation of Why the Last Man, which is just being called Why, has parted ways with showrunners Michael Green and Ada Kroll due to creative differences. Uh, the pilot filmed last year, and it was announced in February that the show had been ordered to series. Now, it's expected to debut in 2020, but now, whatever reason, uh, FX is still going forward with the series and keeping the cast, but it is looking for new showrunners. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, obviously we haven't seen anything from the show, so I don't know how much of how I like these showrunners, but it is it's always kind of disappointing when this happens because I don't I don't know a lot of times that it probably ha- it does have some effect, but you know, maybe they'll bring in somebody whose style you like better. I'm kind of talking in circles, but basically, I don't really know much about the show, so it's not like <laughs> hu- hu- hugely affecting. I think the the biggest thing is that it probably will delay how long it is before we actually get to see this show, which is kind of disappointing. Right. Uh, I Michael Green does have a good track record, not necessarily of running shows. So maybe whatever, maybe he wasn't a great choice or maybe he was and FX is making a mistake. I don't know. Uh, so I'm disappointed to see him leave. And plus, they put all that development time into it. So now you're almost starting from scratch, whether they keep the pilot or if they start from scratch again, do redo the pilot or, or whatever they do or try to tweak it. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's disappointing to see it switch up like that. But doesn't mean can't still be a good series even though it's it's tough when you switch showrunners after one episode yeah and then last up today ian glenn who you might know from game of thrones has been cast as bruce wayne for season two of titans according to deadline 
Uh, and it will be a recurring role, but it's unknown if Batman is going to appear, or if it'll just be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I don't. I'm not terribly familiar with the actor. I know he's done a lot of things, and most well known for Game of Thrones, and he's done long, lots of other things. He's 57 years old, so they're going with a an older Bruce Wayne. Um, what do you do? You have any thoughts on this? I mean, I like it. I like old Bruce Wayne. I, I kind of hope we don't see Batman, or if we do, it's in a flashback. I don't know. I. I like the old, like, I especially for this Titan show, like the tone they've been going with, I would like an old jaded Bruce Wayne who doesn't want to be Batman anymore, but maybe has some tips and pointers for this team about how they can deal with crime. Yeah, and I've said in the past how I don't want to see multiple versions going on at once. We get to know very little. Uh, even if we get a few episodes of a guest star, we're not going to get to know this Bruce Wayne very well. So I'd rather just wait and save that up for the big screen and i don't think batman should be on the big or on the small screen uh he's too valuable of a franchise but that's just my opinion i won't go into that anymore but yeah it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like they're going with the older jaded version necessarily even though you would think that's what they would do with what we've seen from titans yeah because they have a description of the character and it says after decades of fighting crime as batman billionaire bruce wayne is just as driven to protect gotham from evil as he was in his prime Meaning to reconcile his relationship with Dick Grayson, the duo hopes to forge a new dynamic as Bruce tries to help his former sidekick in the Titans achieve success. So yeah, from that description, it doesn't sound like old and jaded. Um, it sounds like he's he likes what he's done. He feels pretty good about what he's done. And now he wants to like pass that on or change his role a bit where maybe he, he's broken his bones maybe a few too many times to put the suit back on. Yeah, so we'll see what they do. I would expect a... Uh a relatively dark interpretation just the way titans does things but actually this is if you're going to bring batman in this or bruce wayne in this is this synopsis I actually liked i actually liked it i would like to see him working with dick Grayson. i'd like to i prefer them to be more well adjusted and, and grow and i don't want a 57 year old bruce wayne who's bitter at some kid he raised uh you know basically his his son so i don't want to see that um, even though there's precedent for that and a lot of people like that, I prefer more well-adjusted older Bruce, but yeah, we'll see how he fits into Titans and, and what they do with it going forward. All right. Well, that is all we have for today. Thanks for listening and we'll be back soon.